0: Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance, top of the news here as we get the show started. Oregon continues to set new COVID-19 records. KXL's Grant Mackhill has the latest. The Oregon Health Authority today reports yet another pandemic high of new daily cases with 10,947 and over 1,000 Oregonians are now hospitalized with the virus. The reported percent positivity hovers stubbornly at more than 20 percent. COVID-19 hospitalized have risen sharply in recent days. Yesterday, OHA reported 60 new hospitalizations, and since Monday alone, there are 152 new hospitalizations. But state epidemiologist Dr. Dean Seidlinger says there is light at the end of the tunnel. The recent modeling suggests cases could peak within the next week with hospitalizations peaking in the following weeks. Grant Hill, FM News 101. Also this afternoon, we have learned six schools in the Portland Public School District will reopen for in-person learning next week. Alliance High School at Meek, Fabian Pre-K through 8 School, Franklin High School, Buckley Green Middle School, and Roosevelt High School will all reopen on Monday, while Alliance High School at Kenton is going to reopen on Tuesday. However, George, Harriet Tubman, and Kellogg Middle Schools are all extending temporary distance learning through Tuesday, February the 1st. Today, Washington State's new online portal to order free at-home COVID-19 tests is live. Households can order up to five tests for free, one test kit per household, That will include delivery. Supply will be limited and will restock as um, additional tests come into the state. Deputy Secretary of Health Lacey Fehrenbach says the state's portal is separate from the federal website that also launched this week. Amazon's going to deliver the state's kits within a week or two after you have ordered them. Metro's president defends her agency's efforts at ending homelessness. KXL's Mike Turner has her take from the Portland City Club. Lynn Peterson says Metro has done a lot in the last six months since taxpayer funding was made available to shelter those on the streets. She says a group called People for Portland is funded by Dark Money and says their call to take action is already underway. We already have 700 new shelter beds within the first six months of this program. 200 more are coming online. We have 2,700 new housing units that will be coming online in the next year or two. And we also have been cleaning up the region. Metro President Lynn Peterson says she would like to see some of the funding from People for Portland be channeled into getting people services on the ground. The group has so far spent a million dollars to get local leaders to take action. Mike Turner, FM News 101. And it's 4.05 now on FM News 101 KXL. Oregon and Washington are continuing to work on a project that would replace the current interstate bridge on I-5. KXL's John Eric Smith has the update. If you've been wondering what a new interstate bridge might look like, the bridge replacement project can help you out. They showed off a couple of images during a meeting this week. Those pictures were produced to show the impacts that new construction could have. To downtown Vancouver. Program Administrator Greg Johnson wanted to remind people in the meeting that this project goes beyond Portland and Vancouver, but also a regional and a statewide uh, program that impacts a lot of different lives in a lot of different communities. Those images include a two-span option, similar to what we have with the current Interstate Bridge. And then there was a single stacked bridge design, which is what the Fremont Bridge offers. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. And a heads-up for drivers in southwest Washington. Interstate 5 will be closed between Centralia and Chehalis overnight this weekend as crews pave the freeway after damage from recent winter weather. Northbound lanes close tonight at 8 o'clock for 12 hours with traffic detoured at exit 82. Southbound will be reduced to one lane prior to milepost 76 and several ramps also are going to be closed. 409 on FM News 101 KXL. Just over one year as Commander-in-Chief and President Biden may be trying to make a change in some of the ways that he acts. We get more from KXL's Brett Recamp. Our political analyst, Dr. Jim Moore from Pacific University, says with decades spent in the Senate, it's not surprising or unusual that the president believes he needs to adopt a different mindset. He's the head of the executive branch, not part of the legislative branch. He has acknowledged that he's acting too much like a senator. He needs to act more like a president. So we've heard him being very active in his speeches and coming out and, and slamming the Republicans and basically acting presidential. Watch for that character to come through more. I don't know how effective it'll be, but it'll be a change what we're seeing from the White House. Dr. Moore says President Biden is coming off a series of losses in Congress and is also dealing with his lowest approval rating, near 43%, according to the latest AP poll. But Moore does note that President Trump, after one year of his presidency, set the all-time record low at 39%. Brett Recamp, FM News 101. Thanks, Brad. I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News, 410 on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, change is coming to the candy aisle. Who are you two? Just a couple of good-looking M&Ms. Well, isn't it great you guys jumped in? Yep, and then it's the five things you need to know today at 419, including a CDC update on the Omicron surge. Those who remain unvaccinated are at significantly higher risk for infection and severe covid disease. The rest of their report also comes in at number one. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Thanks for spending some of your Friday with us here on Portland's Afternoon News. I'm Tim Lance on FM News 101 KXL. So since it's 2022, the Mars company apparently wants candy to be more inclusive. That's their word. And that's why they're announcing the redesign of their iconic Eminem characters. Zach's over in the newsroom. Have you heard this story today? Uh, Sadly, I have. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, they say that uh, these characters now will fit better into a more dynamic And progressive world. As a private business we can think long-term. It's about what is good for the future, what's the right decision for the future, not about what's the right decision for the next quarter. Okay, so that's that's corporate speak. Did that confuse you at all? Yeah, it was nothing. That was nothingness. It's like talking to a football coach or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so let's explain exactly what this means. Okay. The green m M&M, m for example, is going to trade in her go-go boots for sneakers. Of course. And she's going to have what Mars Company executives call a more cool and laid-back look. Also, I don't know if you knew this, but there's this feminine rivalry between Green and Brown. I did not know this. Yes. <laughs> and, and they've been a little catty with each other. Well, they're not going to do that so much anymore. They're oh. going to kind of be supportive of each other. Uh, Brown's high heels, by the way, will also be shortened. She's not going to get tennis shoes like Green, but she's going to get shorter high heels and she will have a more practical look. And then you're familiar with Red, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Kind of bossy. Yeah, he's nope. kind of the leader. Yeah, really. And uh, they say he's going to be less of a bully, because <laughs> apparently he's been a bully. So my question is, uh, with humanizing them so much, uh, does that mean we're not supposed to eat them anymore? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're giving them human characteristics. Do no. I, I don't want to eat other humans. Do <laughs> I not want to eat these human M&Ms? I don't need Mars's permission. I'm going to continue to scarf them down, regardless. Time now for the five things you need to know today. Brought to you by Mayton Real Estate. Luxury service, exceptional results, Mayton Real Estate. Number five. The new Tiger King-inspired series is almost here. Peacock released the first teaser of Joe versus Carol earlier this week. That show was set to premiere on March the 3rd. Number four. The FBI, meantime, is saying Brian Laundry claimed responsibility for killing Gabby Petito. Authorities say the admission was found. Found in a notebook inside a backpack near his body in Florida, the 20-year-old Petito was found dead in September, and Laundry was found dead weeks later from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Number three, the White House is again warning Moscow there will be swift and severe consequences, including harsh economic sanctions, if Russia invades neighboring Ukraine. Press Secretary Jen Psaki issued that warning today following a meeting between U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and his. Russian counterparts. Number two, a U.S. judge in Texas today has issued a nationwide injunction barring the federal government from enforcing President Joe Biden's requirement that federal workers without qualifying medical or religious exemptions be vaccinated for COVID-19. The judge cited the likelihood a challenge to the vaccination mandate would succeed in court as the reason. And finally, number one, the COVID Omicron variant surge is starting to decline in some parts of the U.S., not necessarily the Northwest. That's according to the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky. The current seven-day daily average of cases is about 744,600 cases per day, a decrease of about 5% over the previous week. However, she warns the surge isn't finished yet. Dr. Walensky also says there's new evidence that COVID vaccine booster shots go a long way toward keeping you out of the hospital if you do get the Omicron variant. And those are the five things you need to know today.